Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights and we continue with our series Battles Frontline. So I have an interesting uh, fact or myth. You need to check this out because I don't know whether it's true or somebody needs to do research here. I tried to figure it out whether it's true, but there are claims about this. So immediately after the state of Israel was proclaimed in 1948, their enemies who were not in support of this independence surrounded them. And you know, these were people superior in numbers, money, and war technology. But the Israel ills with just World War II veterans single-engine prop planes and zero bombs won that war. When their enemies surrounded Tel Aviv, one of the veterans remembered that the seltzer bottles whistle like bombs when dropped from a height. So you know, seltzer bottles are just glass bottles used to store and dispense carbonated beverages like carbonated water or what we call club soda or sparkling water while maintaining the internal pressure. So when dropped from a height full of carbonated water, these bottles explode with a bang. And so when the Israel started dropping these bottles from their planes, the Arabs thought they were really being bombed and they fled. So how true this is has been debated for so long some people say it's somebody who made the movies but you can do your own research if you have an israel friend who can give you some insights let me know whether this is true whether they were really seltzer bottles or they were really dropping bombs during that war but they won so today's reading it's going to be a long one, but it's an interesting one because we are going to read about a war that was won using a warfare tactic that would make absolutely no sense in today's military intelligence. It makes no sense whatsoever. And it's so interesting. So Joshua chapter 6 verse 1, we're going to go read the whole of the chapter or we're going to leave some verses out but we'll read up to verse 26 and it talks about that war in Jericho it says now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel none went out and none came in and the Lord said to Joshua see I have given Jericho into your hand its king and the mighty men of valor you shall march around the city all of you Men of war, you shall go around the city once. This you shall do six days, and the seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets, and it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram horns, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, 
Take up the Ark of the Covenant. Let the seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city. And let him who is armed advance before the Ark of the Lord. And so it was when Joshua had spoken to the people and the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priest who blew the trumpets and the rear guard came after the ark while the priest continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout, you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city going around at once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Then the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the ram horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets and the armed men went before him but the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord while the priests continued blowing the trumpets and the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp so they did six days but it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. And on that day, only they marched around the city seven times. And on the seventh time, it happened when the priest blew the trumpets that Joshua said to the people, Shout for the Lord has given you the city. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction. It and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all who are with her in her house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And you by all means abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed thing, and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city. Every man straight before him and they took the city. They utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both young and men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep and donkey with the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and from there bring out the woman and all that she has as you saw to her. And the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that she had. So they brought out all her relatives and left them outside the camp of the city. But they burned the city and all that was in it with fire. Only the silver and the gold and the vessels of bronze and iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua spared Rahab, the harlot, her father's household, and all that she had. So she dwells in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers 
whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Then Joshua charged them at that time, saying, Cast be the man before the Lord who rises up and builds this city Jericho. He shall lay its foundation with his firstborn, and with his youngest he shall set up its gates. Yep. Wow. I don't know if you realize how impossible this battle looks from the very start. The Bible begins by telling us that Jericho was already on full alert by the time the Israelites arrived. This was a formidable city, a city that inspired both fear and respect. It was the most difficult opponent they had faced so far, the greatest obstacle for them yet. But you have got to love how the Lord begins his speech. See, I have given Jericho into your hands. He doesn't say, I will. He doesn't say, there is a chance I will give Jericho into your hands. He says, I have. The one who sees the end from the beginning tells Joshua, I have. This battle is as good as over. I know how it shall end. And it shall end with you in victory. You know, as we have said at the beginning that this battle was won using a tactic that would have made no sense to anyone with military intelligence. And I think you see why now. This was a plan that called for faith on the part of Joshua and the entire Israel nation. A plan whose victory would not be attributed to any other power but the hand of the Lord. It was a plan that called for total dependence on God. But remember we said that some things do not work in a vacuum. God would have worked it out perfectly by himself. But he needed them to put some effort into the works. He needed them to give something, to partner with him in it. The same way we are called to be part of his work. And when they thought Making rounds around a fortified city was unusual. He asked them to do something else that was out of ordinary for them. You know, the Ark of Covenant and the priests never went into the battle. But the Lord commands that this time they too must be there. The task before them was difficult. It was discouraging standing before a wall they had no means of bringing down but their hearts still had to be in the right place there they had to keep their minds on the lord and you know sometimes we face situations that demand our physical investment situations that seemingly have no way out but money situations that we've known can only be solved in a particular way our wits the help of our friends our prowess, our understanding of laws, processes, our procedures. But sometimes in life, it gets to a point where none of this can help. And situations like this do not need the custom ways of battle. They call for unusual tactics. They need you to have the word of the Lord at your fingertips. They need you to be in constant remembrance of the Lord to surrender yourself to absolute dependence on God. And Joshua did not hesitate to follow the Lord's command. He had the people start right away. 
and for six days they went around the city. For six days they marched with courage, albeit exposed. They marched in silence. They endured. They persisted in something that didn't make sense at all. But the word of the Lord says that on the seventh day, Joshua told the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. But Joshua cautioned them to remember the promise they had made to Rahab that she would be saved. You know, sometimes we trust the Lord to deliver us and he uses some people along the way to help our cause. But when things fall into place for us, we forget them. We mistreat them. But this is not the kind of the victory the Lord wants for us. Remember the process. Remember the path you have walked and those who are with you in that path. Honor the promises you might have made and the Lord will bless you. And this is not the only thing he reminds them. He also cautions them against losing themselves in the moment and sharing in the accursed things of that city. And this is a trap we keep falling into. You prayed for that job, but when you get into it, you get sucked into the corruption of that place. You prayed to get into college, but when you get there and you get lost in the worldly pleasure of college life, you prayed to go abroad for greener pastures, but you get there, you get sucked into the vibes of the liberal country. May you not lose yourself in the excitement of the victory. The word of God says that the wall fell down flat. This was beyond anything they could have expected. No other city had been conquered this way before. And it happened when all they had was the Lord. When all they had was faith. It happened because they trusted in the Lord, in his process, in his plan. And the Bible says they utterly destroyed all that was in the city. This was absolute victory. God didn't leave beads of the battle for them to continue with the following day. And then Joshua charged them at the time saying, Cast be the man before the Lord who raises up and builds this city, Jericho. You see, the Lord had placed the most difficult opponent yet before them and they had emerged victorious. Never again were they going to face something like this again. This was an experience to set precedence so that whatever else they were going to face along the way, they would remember Jericho. They would remember that the Lord had given them victory when they didn't have a reason to believe that a wall could come down. And I want to tell you today that whatever impossible battle you are in, however formidable it may seem, the Lord says, See, I have given it in your head. You shall emerge victorious. And it may seem like praying makes no sense right now. And it may feel like depending on God for it makes no sense to anyone, including yourself. But trust in his plans. Trust in his strategy because he never fails. Waiting for as long as the Lord, uh, for, for, uh, for long as uh, waiting for the Lord as long sometimes needs us to wait might seem unusual. Putting the word of God first and placing your heart and mind entirely on his word might seem unusual. But that is a strategy for some wars. 
Not all wars calls for wits. Not all wars calls for experience. Trust in the Lord when he says, trust in me. And when the walls do come down, remember the Lord. Remember his word. Do not lose yourself in the excitement of that victory in Jesus' mighty name. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And this is Bartos Frontline, day seven. Shalom. for your continued support and encouragement to the making of the daily insights reaching an average of 60 people a day with over 10,000 total plays i invite you to partner with us by supporting this podcast through monthly or one-time donation your contribution will be used to sustain the episode subscription and hosting platform My goal is to inspire and share insightful messages in our generation, empowering one person at a time each day to continue serving the purposes of God in our generation. Your support is highly appreciated. Click that support button now and give your support. You can support with $1, $5, or as much as you are able to give blessings.